Thank you for joining us wherever you are. This podcast episode is brought to you by the Old Ways Actual Play Team. This actual play uses the 7th edition Call of Cthulhu tabletop role-playing game rules by Chaosium. This actual play is performed by adults and in an adult setting. While we try very hard to stick to language for all ages, listeners should know that this podcast may include mature themes. All content, including names, places, events, companies, and etc., that may bear resemblance to entities living or dead, is strictly coincidental. My name is Michael Diamond, and for tonight's game, I will be your keeper. Good evening, and thank you for joining us again in another episode of the Old Ways Podcast. I'm your keeper, Keeper Michael, and we return to Masks of Neolothotep in our China chapter. And as we'd like to do at the top of the show, we'd like to thank you, the listener, and especially you, the Patreon supporter. If you'd like to join the fun over at the Patreon supporter uh, page, you can at patreon.com slash the Old Ways Podcast. As a reminder to all of our listeners, we will be at Origins in Columbus uh, in June 21st to the 25th, I believe the exact dates are, for Origins Gaming Fair. And you'll come see a ton of the cast who will be there. We'll be doing a live episode recording and a live Q&A. We'd love to have you come out and stop out and uh, pack, jam-pack that event full of fans. That's just what we're hoping to look forward to. So, with the propers out of the way, I'd like to start with introductions to my right. This is Tiffany, and I play Maeve O'Shea, and there was a scream. And it was probably heard around the world. More on that later. Uh, to Miss O'Shea's right. This is Morgan. I play Lillian Lane. And I'd like to thank the Patreon that gave me a hand of fate last episode for successful kill to mm. add to my kill count. Yeah, don't thank them yet at the end <laughs> of the table. This is Jake. I'm playing Jack Doyle. And uh, this uh, has turned. The tables have turned, mm. I think. Yeah, it's not good. I think that you are correct. Uh, you are possibly more correct than you even know. To Jack's right. Uh, this is Lonnie. I'm playing Robert Drummond. And what's that noise? Hmm. It sounds like a train. Anyway, uh, to Mr. Drummond's right. Hi, this is Heather, and I play Stasi, and I have a new blade in my hands. Hmm. This makes me very happy. Well, at least somebody's happy. To Stasi's right. Uh, hi, this is James, and I'll be playing Dr. Sigmund Tattenbach. And, um, well, I, I guess I would like to say, ooh. Yes, uh, luckily our fair doctor was saved by a hand of protection which was played for him, which is a good thing too because he was nearly a goner. And last, but most certainly not least. Uh, this is Alex playing Sam Berlow, who uh, is going to spend a, a lot of time in a narrow hallway. We'll see about that. So when last we left our investigators, they were back in the dining room. Many, many enemies seeming to stream in from multiple doors and all at once, the world stopped for just one person, and that person is Maeve O'Shea, who let out a blistering scream, which tore apart the room sonically. The voice is almost too much for even a single human body to contain. And the people around you all, the men with knives, those men with the gun barrels who just assaulted you, Mr. Drummond, and you, Doctor, they all come to a total and complete stop. And they sort of, just for a moment, waver back and forth 
And given your proximity to that man with the gun, Stasi, one of the things that you see, which is unmistakable, is the slow and perpetual now trickle of blood out of his eyes. And he falls over with a thump. Well, one down. A few more to go. So um, normally it would be your action, Doctor, um, but you're going to take this action to recover. Mm-hmm. Sam 125. I would like to lean out this doorway at the people that I saw move through the keyhole. Mm-hmm. And I would like to line up a shot at their exposed backs. Yeah, go right ahead. And attempt to saw them in half. Which weapon are you using? I'm using the littlest of ladies. <laughs> go ahead. You're at advantage. So it's 74. And then I get to roll the D10, right? That's a, that's a one. So that's a 14 on the first shot. So I will yeah. take the 14 under 74, which I believe oh, yeah. is a phenomenal success. So it's a uh, full damage plus damage rolled. And I'm at close range, correct? You are. So that's 46 plus two twice. So 17 plus 24 plus four. Yeah, you eliminate him, obviously. And you eliminate the other one. It does give your position away, but... Sure. Is there... Do I see anyone else in immediate vicinity? No, I mean, you look right. There's nobody else coming. Then I will move to... I'll move across the hall, taking cover against the wall adjacent to the opening, whether it's the left or the right. Probably the far side of the door, yeah. Just so I can get a view of the inside. Mm-hmm. There are a couple of men at the far side of the room. It looks like they're pausing. They've paused. They're sort of... I guess the best word to describe it would be their listing. They're sort of hanging in the air. They have their weapons in hand, but something is preventing them from moving. Do I have enough... Uh, can I, can I make it as far as the interior of the room, moving a bit past Robert and Stasi? You don't have the move for that, unfortunately. Okay, then I will take a position where I am. I'm visible to Stasi and Drummond, so I will say this hallway is clear. As I basically aim toward the two at the far side of the room by Jack. Lillian, I'm 140. Hey, I am going to take aim at the gentleman directly to the right of Jack. Okay. Um, I get a 74 out of 65. Um, so I will spend luck to make that a success. Okay. Good roll damage. I get a nine. Ooh, very good. You fire and you drop this man. Now, Jack. Okay. I will uh, let go with my right hand on the gun. And keep it in my left hand, then I will pull my revolver, not revolver, uh, my 45, and put a bullet in his brain. Okay. This man, too, is not moving. Right. Which is the perfect time to do that. Uh, that's 48 under 84. Roll damage. That would be 10. Okay. He is still alive. Mr. Drummond. So he said the hallway was clear. He did say that. I'm going to get out. Into the, into the hallway and look down the way and see if I see any more movement distance. Can we make a spot hidden roll? Uh, that is a 51 under 55. Yeah, I mean, you don't see any direct movement. It's, it's still dark down there by the water. Uh, and there's... That water is moving. You don't know what is going on down there. It's a wave pool. Stasi? Well, these two seem to have hallway 
at least under wraps for the moment. So I am going to move inward into the room. I'm assuming the gentleman that is still somewhat alive uh, to the right of Jack is still not moving. We still don't really have... He's been shot through and through and he has not moved yet. He has not moved. Okay. So I will... I will head in that direction to him. Okay, you can easily get there if you'd like to put your new knife to work. I would like to. I would like to see what those blade can do. That is a 10 under 30. It's hard success. Uh, he cannot dodge. Would the damage on this be... D8. A D8. Okay, that's that's a 7. Okay, uh, you cut him from the sort of upper half of his shoulder from left to right, and he collapses in a bloody mess all over the rug. And then I would like to wipe my newfound friend, bladed friend, clean uh, on his uh, lapel. Well, it's going to take quite a quite a bit of uh, cleaning there. Well, just a quick, you know, you got to take care of your instruments. That's what they say. Miss mm. O'Shea, the world around you is somehow just different you've been pushed and pushed and pushed to the edge whether it's friends being hurt whether it's new enemies rearing their ugly faces you are tired of all of it and none of these people are listening to you and so now you're going to get an opportunity to make them listen Directly across from you, beyond the table, through those doors, you know there is a man with a gun. You saw him. You saw Jack shoot him. And you know because you can sense, you can smell his blood. You know he's still alive. Okay, then what... I will do. There's still someone standing in between me. Well, a bad guy standing in between me and that doorway, correct? No, no. There's the other two people have been cut down. Okay. You have a clear path to go directly over the table through the doors and do what must be done. Okay. That's exactly what I'm going to do. I will vault that table and run, yeah, to that person across the way. Okay. Yeah, this is a this is a bit of an unexpected move for um, those of you who see it happen pretty effortlessly. She springs across the table, and by the time she hits the ground, her blade is out, and she's pushing her way past the door, and... To parts unknown. So, Ms. O'Shea, why don't you go ahead and make me a fighting brawl roll. Okay. 49 out of 55. Very good. He is going to attempt to dodge. That is an 87. Okay. So, with the knife, go ahead and roll damage for me. And then, because you have become insanely brutal, when you roll damage, roll it twice and take the higher of the value. Both fours. Very good. So you step into his space and he tries to get out of the way of the knife. And it 
doesn't help him a single solitary bit. When the dagger digs into his thigh, you run it up until it finds his kidney and then push him back into the wall and then rip outward. And the entirety of his lower intestines and liver begins spilling out onto the floor with a meaty schlup sound. And the only problem you have is that there's no one else here. You need more. Yeah, I was going to say I'm going to start looking for more uh, people. So if there's doors, like I just want a description. I know I can't move again, but like I will be looking like are there doors in this area? There's a pair of double doors right here that lead out into this watery courtyard area. And it's out there really that you sense that you smell more people. Okay. Alrighty. Those of you with guns on the top of the round, since you don't have anyone to shoot immediately, you don't get that advantage. Um, So we can, for the moment, move back into regular initiatives. And that's going to be Lillian. Obviously, I saw Maeve run. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. Well, I'm going to let Jack handle that, and I am going to do first aid on the doctor. That is a wonderful idea. (laughs) Now, first aid will take a little while, but but you can make the roll. Okay. I got a 18 out of 65. Oh, fantastic. Uh, Doctor, your nurse begins, your field nurse begins to (laughs) attend to you. Oh, Um, wonderful. you begin taking a look at his side where you you watched him get get shot i rip open his shirt where he's you realize that there's a there's a grazed wound that runs around the side of his stomach almost as if the bullet when he was trying to get out of the way it just ripped through the skin the outer layer and left sort of like the slash mark it didn't actually fully penetrate or or clip any organs doctor you are as i'm ripping his shirt open you are very lucky. I grab his medical bag and I start pulling bandages out of it and, and, and ointment. You, you're very lucky. Just lay still and let me take care of you. She's going to hurt herself, Lillian. We have to do something. Yeah, I, I yell over to Jack. Jack, can you take care of Maeve, please? So before he's on it, um, you're going to be there a little while with the doctor, okay. uh, Lillian. And then just for your sort of edification, doctor, I would let you know that you know something that happened to that bullet that wasn't supposed to happen because there's no way you would have gotten out of that. Mm. You were he were hit dead to rights. I should be dead now, yes. You should, yes. With certainty, you should be dead. Uh, so on 80, Mr. Drummond. I want to move up to the corner. Okay. You sure about that, pal? I'm not sure about anything, but That's I'm going good. to do it anyways. <laughs> And I'm going to do a little looky-loo. Yes, live with gusto. That's what I say. I'm going to push that roll because I rolled an 83 over 55. Okay, so I guess the question I have for you then is how would you push that roll? Actually, maybe I won't. Because the only way I can think of to push that roll would be to move out from the cover I'm in. (laughs) That would be one way. Actually, I am going to do that. I'm going to move out of cover. I okay. want to get, I want to, the, the light must be blocking my vision. It must be, yes. And that is a 24 under 55. Okay. What you see 
is highly concerning. You see a shape in the water that has grown and pushed its way out. A mass of black flesh, rubbery, wriggly, has pushed its way out of the middle of this pool. And unfortunately for some of the people who are here, the men who were meant to assail you, they have been caught up in these long tendrils of flesh that have sought them out and grabbed onto their appendages and are eagerly bringing them closer. You can hear now the screams of this man as maw upon maw opens in this mass of flesh and begins to bite and chew. I think I may need to make a sanity roll here. Oh, most assuredly. Ought five out of 16. Mm, Fantastic. So you lose one point of sanity. Mm. You know, two things are true. Two very, very important things, Robert. One is this creature is not of this earth. This is inherently wrong. And two, you know deep in your soul that it has seen you and it wants you to. Okay. So uh, the 75, Sam. Awesome. So I see Lillian working on the doctor. The doctor is moving. Uh, Yes, he does appear to be moving. Uh, Lillian also is um, transitioning between, you know, being a a frontline fighter and being a, a medic fairly well. And uh, considering the amount of hit points I lost is covered in blood. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just another well, day. No question. Yes, sir. Well, now that Maeve has gone gone berserk and dashed through that door, I will follow Drummond down the hall since I'm assuming Jack is going to follow Maeve through those doors. That's. I moved to the corner where Robert was, where he for mm. some reason left cover. Yes, it's uh, it's hard to say why he might have done that, but... I'm certain that you'll find out. Uh, so you move to the spot that Robert was in. And um, I would allow you the same sort of spot hidden. What if I don't want to make it? You kind of don't have a choice. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> so that is a one out of 85. Hey, oh. take five points of luck. Congratulations. You're going to need them. <laughs> says a mass of mealy mouths over there. It is. it is. It's a mass of not just mouths, but of flesh. But this is intrinsically different from what you saw in Egypt. This isn't nearly as large. Well, that's a good sign. And this seems to be pretty well anchored in to be doing kind of this, a single thing, which is grabbing what it can with these long tendrils, these tentacles that seem to latch out and grab onto people and you can see these enormous sort of sucker pads that have collected a couple of these you know dark dark suited men that were supposed to be coming to attack you and they're drawing it into its center and as they go you watch one of these men as they get drawn in closer and more and more of the tentacles grab at them and they're beginning to pull and yank on the limbs of these people and it's the really the Horrific screams that probably act as the icing on the cake. So why don't you go ahead and roll sand for me? I, I'll do that. That is a 46 under 57. Hmm. That sounds successful. 
It sure does. Successful is good. That is three points of sanity, Sam. I will take that. Why? So I really see it. I see it. I see it in ways I didn't mean to see it. So I will continue. Now I understand why Robert might have. I feel like Robert didn't go far enough. (laughs) So I push Robert into that room and I follow him in if the door is open. Okay. I scream, shit! (laughs) I run it and then I I push Robert into the room. Robert, since it's your body connecting with it first, why don't you make me a luck roll to see if the door is open? Uh, That is a 40 under 60. The door is open. You barrel into that room. So this is a fabulously furnished room that you have been pushed into, Robert. Uh, Rare silks, inlaid wood, hand-carved furniture. It's absolutely stunning uh, even in the darkness which sort of curtains it you can see these fineries because there is a torch on the wall behind you sort of spilling light into this space as I hug the inside of the doorway trying to stay out of view of this thing I, I don't say anything to Robert I look at him panicked as I fish for a flask okay very good so that is your action uh Stasi on 65. I think this Maeve have 65 too, because I'm almost rather her go first so I can <laughs> well, see she, what she's gonna do. She, she does. Actually, it's a fan it's a fantastic point by you. She does have 65 and she's enraged essentially. So uh she's going to seize initiative from you. I I am perfectly okay with that at this exact moment. All right, Miss O'Shea. Uh you barrel through this door, having sensed that there are humans on the other side. Humans which have caused you problems. Humans which are, which need to be brought in line. And it's at that point you see a sort of formless, nasty mass of flesh. And the coolest part is, is because you are insane right now, it doesn't bother you at all. There's no sand check for you because... Of course, this is here. It just means it has to die, too. Oh, this is where I die. Okay. I guess I'm going to... Is there a mouth on top of its head, too? Likely, yes. Um, you'll you'll probably need, need a chance to inspect it closer. Uh, you get roughly close enough to it with the first few steps. You don't remember taking them, um, but you do get very, very close. And you feel that flesh around you, that dark, oily flesh, and um, you feel it under your feet as you sort of begin climbing this thing. Um, Because there's got to be a brain in here somewhere, right? Right. That's what I want to do. I want to just bury the knife and like slide down from top to bottom is is my plan. Okay. So why don't you go ahead and give me a fighting brawl roll? It was nice knowing everyone. (laughs) (laughs) Well, before you make the roll, uh, the hand of fate is going to put you at advantage for that roll. Okay, good. That's probably a good idea. Yeah, (laughs) that was bad. (laughs) That was perfect. So do I roll advantage as another 10? Yeah, basically. Okay. Yeah, just roll 1d10. Okay, 50 out of 55 is better than 100. Okay, so roll damage. I think that backer. 
I will take the eight. Mm, very good. Okay. You take the eight. It recoils a little bit from the blade and you see it finish pulling apart uh, a man behind you. You feel the spray, the shower of the of his blood all over you and you just keep stabbing. All right. Uh, so, Stasi. Okay. Uh, now that I have uh, allowed Maeve to either go to her death or become the hero, uh, I am probably going since we don't see this going on, uh, I will head through the door uh, to just inside to the doorway and look out to see if I can find where she has gone. Oh, oh my God. That's a sand roll. I've, yeah. I've described it three times. So. Yeah, no, I think I think we uh, I think at this got point. It. We got it. Just making sure. That is a 44 under 50. Oh, good. That is two points of sanity I will take from you. That. I have not seen something quite like this. Thank you. No problem. Jack? Well, I told Lily and I would go after Maeve, so you did. Going after Maeve. No, I told you to go after Maeve. Oh, right. Like, well, I said I would. I'm he's the it. boss. That's right. I'm sorry. Wow. <laughs> you know who wears the pants and never mind. Yeah. Uh, we both do. <laughs> <laughs> and, or neither of you do. Happy life. Okay, you going out this door? Yeah. You go out this door? Yeah. You don't need to roll sanity for oh, this. okay. I made it. Do you know why? Why? You've seen one before. Oh, oh. The cave. Oh, yeah. In England. This is just huge. This thing's been allowed to grow. Oh, no. Oh, no is right. And then, oh, oh, look at Miss O'Shea go. That dress will never be the same. What are you doing, Jack? I am going to uh, scream, no, 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 and uh, fire three bullets into it. Okay. 71 under 84. 81 under 84. And 13 under 84. Okay. That's an appeal on that one. Mm-hmm. So it's 12 on the first shot, 12 on the second shot, and then 20 on the third one. Uh, You fire into this thing and fire and fire. Uh, You see its flesh part and crack and bleed. Open up holes with the pistol. Um, Sam, you're... Just as a note, you are getting a wonderful sort of perspective view of several of your investigative team beginning to come out and just start attacking this thing. It's um, it's something special. Doctor, you are being attended to, so while you cannot take any specific action, I would like you to roll POW for me. Okie doke. 52 under 65, so that is a success, sir. Something reaches out to you from that space, that that sort of point in your brain that the dreams come to you from. You feel like there's another dreamer here. They're close. As I imagine, Doc is laying around, laying on the ground currently. He kind of laying around. 
he reaches up and drags a couple of fingers across Lillian's cheek and says, do not worry, I'm, I won't be dead. And then he passes out. Okay. You're going to put yourself to sleep? I am going to put myself to sleep. I'm going to let myself feel the pain that she is current of the administrations or the administrations that she's currently doing on me and use that as a trigger to go into a sleepy time state. Endorphins are powerful things. Mm, okay. Yeah. Uh, so I'll allow it. You're going to slip out into the ether. I am. I got to find where the call is coming from. The call is coming from the inside of the house. Alrighty. So that's going to be the top of the round. Uh, which is going to change a little bit, obviously, because people have guns out now. Uh, Sun's so, out, guns out. That's right. <laughs> uh, and I believe, uh, Lillian, do you have a gun out? I do. My gun is still out, but I'm tending to the doctor. doctor right. Okay. So you're slightly busy. So that is going to fall to Jack. I'm going to do the same thing because at this point, I, I'm terrified beyond all comprehension. You are. And rational thought. Just a Tuesday. Yep. 82 under 84. 73 under 84. And 29 under 84, which is just a hard. Uh, you continue to fire at this thing. It, in a, in a single shuddering motion, opens its maw and growls in your direction. Uh, I'm going to start backing up. <laughs> <laughs> um, to intensify its point, the the figure behind it, which had been sort of whipping around in this strange sort of pinwheeling motion, it extends another portion of its rubbery tentacly body and pulls with a snap its its head off and sort of deposits it on the other side of the pool with a plunk. Mr. Drummond, you're on 80. What are these objects that I'm seeing in front of me? Well, these are furnishings, like cabinets, uh, and maybe uh, sitting spaces. And around them, there are all sorts of statuary pieces. You see, um, one of them is this beautiful figurine, uh, which is marred by a sort of an ugly bat image. There's another one here that is a swollen belly, swollen breasted woman. Uh, there's another one here, which is... A group of snakes, but maybe they're not snakes. There's all sorts of these statuary pieces here. Um, they are all made of what you believe are priceless materials. So it could be jade. It could be ivory. I'm going to proceed further into the room at, at speed. Okay. I want to put as much distance between me and whatever's in that pool as possible. Yeah. At the far end of the room, there's an enormous bed. And it's almost up on this a bit of a dais. And there are folding blinds, beautifully decorated, master-crafted blinds here that sort of separate it from the rest of the room. Go ahead and give me a spot hidden roll if you like. Uh, 43 under 55. Uh, this bed has been recently slept in. It's unmade. Guns out, fun's out. I will start knocking over the blinds. Okay. Just knock over the blinds. Yep. Yeah, nobody startles. Nothing happens. Okay. So Sam then on 75. My understanding of the situation has, may have gone into some sort of, of 
of of I don't know berserk rage. <laughs> like, is it is it readily obvious that she is uh, not acting? She's angry. She's very angry. Very hostile. Yeah. So, I I think there are a couple of things that you know, uh, having been around her now for long enough, especially in some fairly dicey situations. One, she doesn't act rashly when it comes to her own space in combat. She's usually reserved until she needs to be. She doesn't take a lot of undue, what you might call frivolous or dangerous moves. And this is some sort of strange all-out assault. It's a an animal's response. She's like screaming. She like screaming and swearing. And uh, it's not even swearing. It's it's more like when she's. I don't even think that she's really screaming. I don't think you see hear anything from her at all. And I think that might be the telling part. That's it. She's. It, it sounds like she's going to work. Then I will continue with my plan. So I down the the draught of of mist breath, the hot pepper juice, and I hold it in. And I'm going to race across the, the the area here. And I'm going to attempt to make it to Maeve. Now, I'm not going to get in her way mm-hmm. as much as I'm going to use myself as cover. So I'm going to cover her, essentially, with my body, but not interrupt her swings. Well, she has sort of climbed her way onto a bit of this mass of flesh. Right. So my plan was to run from where I am and try to to also scale this thing and hold on to it and her. Okay. I'm not going to try to peel her off, but once I get up there, I'm going to let this breath go. Okay. Good enough. I think you can get there. You're fast enough. You're going to have to split into the water, obviously. Yes. I don't hesitate really. Like as soon as I'm up there, I cross the distance and get to her. And I just try to cover her swings with this. So the drop gives the what cover? I believe it's uh it makes the user it is invisible to, right? Mm-hmm. For for as long as they stay inside the, the cloud. Yep. I keep my arms on Maeve but I don't restrain her. I'm kind of holding on for dear life, if that makes okay. sense. <laughs> it does. It does. I think it's a dangerous play, but yeah, sure. But yeah, I, but I will go with her swings, not against them. Okay. So we dance while she stabs this thing. Uh, it is going to take its action now uh, and against you, Mr. Shea, and it's going to attempt to bite you. Because of the mist breath, um, it will be at disadvantage for that roll. Uh, you will not be dodging. Right. I was thinking fighting back, perhaps. Yeah, sure. That's reasonable. 17 out of 55. Uh, you actually succeed in your fight back. So go ahead and roll damage. I will take the eight. So when this thing's main maw comes out, it sort of comes out in this. It's like a big tube of flesh with a big mouth on the end of it. And when I mean big mouth, like it's. To put it in terms that everybody here will probably understand, it's like a beach ball-sized mouth that comes out. It's its main mouth. And when it comes at you, Maeve, you sort of 
dance to the left, which is a little strange for you, you, Sam, because it sort of puts you in line with this thing coming right for you. And when it when the mouth moves left to try to bite down on you and swallow you, Miss O'Shea, uh, you run the knife along the side of the the mouth itself, and uh, you you lay in a pretty heavy uh, wound into its mouth. It is going to attempt, though, in that same breath because it gets two attacks. It's going to um, attempt to grab you, which is uh, something you could attempt to fight back with disadvantage at. I mean, I probably would. Yeah, I don't see why you wouldn't. In the frame of mind I'm in. So then I roll two and I take the highest, correct? Yeah. Uh, 49 out of 55. Very good. I have a 16. So it grabs you. And with the a series of tentacles clamps down around your body. So she take 12 damage. Okay. I have eight from the flesh ward. So, okay. Sam, you can hear, you can sort of hear and see her body seize up against all of these tentacles, these flesh tentacles. And you can see her try to physically fight back against this enormous beast. It's mostly futile because the the beast is far stronger physically, but it hasn't stopped her from wanting to fight. I believe that's Stasi now. Well, can't let those two have all the fun. Once I get (laughs) put my head to rights and this thing's not going to fail itself. Weapon in hand, I shall close distance. Okay. And see if I can assist in taking the beast down. There aren't any sources of fire, torches, or anything. There there are torches on the wall. On the wall. Okay. I'd like to grab one on my way before I start wading into into the water. Uh, So you move down the row and grab this torch. This is the closest one. Okay. So I move to grab torch in one hand, blade in the other. Yep. And then you can move sort of closer into the water. Um, That's your action. You've got the torch and you're heading into the water now. Yep. Uh, Doctor, you mentally appear somewhere else. Is it a shadow replica of where I was or? Uh, It's the same sort of interior space, um, but the walls are all a little bit shimmery. Hmm. Like you can see through some of them. Interesting. And you see a man not far from you, standing in a room close by, and he's staring at you. Began heading directly towards him uh, at a decent clip. He acknowledges you, you can see. Mm-hmm. I walk up to him, but not in an intimidating fashion. That's not how Doc does things. Certainly. Mine just walks up in front of him, taps the cane on the ground. Mm, excuse me, son. Ah, Another seer. Well, I, that is what you want to call me. I have always had a bit of an open eye and a vast mind for such things. Hmm. So he appears uh, roughly middle-aged. He wears spectacles and he looks clean-shaven. He's got uh, a little bit of a receding hairline. 
and in the realm here, he seems very, very real. You would probably remember the way you have seen Miss O'Shea from this space. She also seems very real. Hmm. Extra real. Got it. Uh-huh. I uh, am I to understand this creature downstairs that is your doing? Hmm? He looks behind him through the, the passing wall there behind him and just beyond the space and says, This is not my creature. I claim no ownership of it. Hmm. And what is your interests here? I am a guest in this house. Truly? It's a terrible time for you to be a guest, I must say. I would agree. I am preparing to leave. Hmm. Well, I can understand your wanting to leave. What's your name, sir? He extends a hand. Carl. Carl Sanford. Carl Sanford? I'm Dr. Sigmund Tartenbach. It is nice to meet you, sir. He nods. Now, um... I do understand that this uh, creature outside might be a difficulty for you. Hmm. He reaches into a pocket and pulls out what looks like a silver dollar-sized coin. I have found in my travels these creatures do not uh, react well to something like this. Consider it a, a token of my appreciation for your group's troubles. Well, it is much appreciated, Carl. And, um... You seem to be knowledgeable about this place, so if it is not too much trouble and I am not imposing, I may ask you, may track you down and ask you a few questions at some point. Of course. I am many places, but I would be happy to answer any questions you might have in the future, should we meet again. Wunderbar. Now you should go before you are caught in the other side and caught in things you do not wish to be caught up in. And I must return as well. You see him approach the foot of the bed where there is a trunk. He opens the trunk and inside it's filled with stars. He steps into the trunk and closes the lid. My God, it was full of stars. And then we'll return to the top of the round. So... Yeah, so Jack, you go first. It doesn't appear like your pistol's doing anything to this thing. Okay. Um, well, I don't have many weapons except for the other one I have. So I'll drop my uh, pistol and uh, open fire with my Thompson. Okay. Just so you're aware, there are two investigators fighting this thing in front of you. Yeah, they're going to die if I don't do anything anyhow. So That's possible. We say in Bosch, right? That's 48 under 56. Okay, go ahead and roll damage. Uh, roll the weapons lethality first. Don't worry. 26. I'm going to spend a hand of fate and let that lethality go off. Okay. So, what it's going to do is it's going to allow you to roll damage against a creature you wouldn't normally be able to hit with and hurt with a normal weapon. Big money, big money. No whammies. 15. Very good. You open up with everything you've got in the Thompson, hoping against hope that you can finally find some sort of mass within it that the, 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 the weapon will actually hurt. And you start seeing this creature react to some of the 
damage you're doing. All right. Um, Lillian, you're on 90. Is the doctor still passed out? The doctor is still passed out, but go ahead and make me a hard spot hidden roll. Okay. I got a six out of 88. Oh, fantastic. The doctor is still passed out, but you see a sly grin across his face. That's not what the spot hidden rolls for. This is what no, it's for. <laughs> In his hand, you see he is clutching something shiny. And I know it wasn't there before, correct? Really certain it was there because it's about as big as a half dollar. Okay, I take it out of his hand because mm-hmm. it's shiny. Um, and what am I looking at? You're looking at, are you familiar with what a challenge coin is? No, Morgan is not. <laughs> So a, a challenge coin uh, is sort of a, the purpose of it, right, is it's a medallion. It's a, it's a, it's not a coin you use to spend with money. It's something that befits an organization, right? Um, so traditionally, they're used to prove membership in a specific group. Okay. Is there any writing on this? You know, it's funny you mentioned that. Um, there is writing on it. Uh, there's also a symbol on it as well. Uh, so what you see are what you see is a a black background uh, with a, an image almost like a square, and then in the middle of that square there are three arrows, one that points directly up and the one points left and right, and emblazoned on the upper portion of it on that upper arc it says, "The Order of the Silver Twilight." And I don't know what that is because. You got no idea what that is. Do I feel anything when I touch the coin? I mean, it came magically thin air. I mean, you'd have to use psychometry if you want to feel feel, but you don't feel anything directly from it. I'm not going to use psychometry. The doctor's still hurt. I at least have enough common sense. to. Sure. <laughs> well, I'm not going to do any. I don't know what to do with it. So I'm. I, you put it back in his hand. Um, no, I'm going to keep it. Very good. Okay, so that's Lillian's action. So, Mr. Drummond on 80, you trashed a bedroom. I see a window. You do. I turn around. Is Sam still behind me? No, he has fled the room. I'm going to run back to the door. Do I see Sam? You see a big cloud. You see a beast in sort of enveloped in this cloud, mostly. You hear a lot of gunfire, mostly from Mr. Doyle at the end of the row there, who continues to fire the Thompson at this thing. I'm going to hold my action because I don't know what to do here. Perfectly reasonable. Sam on 75. All right. So Maeve is grappled by the, the, the juicy tentacle beast. Yes. So I will get one arm around... Mave, and with the other, I would like to once again. I will drop the the shotgun and do its sling. Well, it was already there because I took a drink and then climbed. Uh, I'm going to reach back and I will draw the machete once again and attempt to hack away at these limbs uh, and attempt to free Miss O'Shea. Fantastic! Make me an attack roll. It, of course, will fight back with tentacles, Sam. So, how does the mist apply in this instance? I'm just curious. So as far as the mist goes, it gives the creature a disadvantage. So normally it would get multiple, basically multiple build dice because it's a mm-hmm. size category large. It's actually several size categories. I see. So it gets it gets some of those dropped off 
because it effectively is trying to hit an invisible creature. I see. Well, I got 62 out of 78. Well, you're going to get to roll damage. Great. I would like to roll damage. You know, the funny thing about that weapon is, is that that weapon is a blessed blade. It is. Which means it sort of completely circumvents the whole not being harmed by normal weapons thing. The idea for fi- five real. <laughs> I do I do five, five real. You do damage enough to it that it shakes loose. Some of the tendrils that are around you, Miss O'Shea, and you basically feel like you're freed up enough where you could probably take a regular attack when it's your time. And um, that time seems to be right about now. Is it still trying to bite me? Um, well, I mean, it's going to, yes. I'm going to cut its mouth. Go for it. Barrawl. 41 out of 55. Okay. So why don't you make me a power roll? Because I'm going to play a hand of fate and force that blade to go off. Oh, wow. People really love me. I'm feeling all the love. <laughs> 36 out of 83. Very good. So roll damage. So three, I guess. Yep. Okay. So having having been beaten up on multiple fronts, uh, you land the blade in fairly close to its mouth. And um, <clears throat> Sam, you get to an up close and sort of personal view of what happens with this sword, with this blade when she digs it into this thing. You watch the end of the blade, sort of this, the basically most of the way up the the sharpened point of this blade suddenly sprout teeth like a long line of what looks like almost alligator teeth and they chew their way through towards the center of this creature almost pulling her arm in Um, and it's at that point maybe you feel two things happen one you feel the, the redness sort of lift a little bit not that you're not in that same frame of mind, but you also feel your form recharge with the life force that you're taking. And a a rather calming and strong presence enters your mind, and you hear a, a voice, a voice you know very well, say, Calm yourself, child. This rage does not befit you. Yeah, I, I don't know if that's going to work. Okay, I will, uh, just for clarification from what I'm seeing, is mm-hmm. that a body in the water next to the... Oh, yeah. Okay. It's so actually uh, a little bit here, a little bit there, a little bit over <laughs> here. Yeah. You're bringing that torch to the party? I am bringing the torch to the party. Okay. So, we are going to close distance, and I am I know this is... I'm going to regret asking this question, but is there a mouth nearby? Oh, indeed there is. Of course there is. Does this, do I get any kind of impression that this thing is paying attention more to what's going on the other side of it, i.e. around Maeve? Yeah. I mean, you you step into a cloud. That's the big thing to think about. Like there's a cloud of mist that rains over this thing. And so you you weave in there with the torch trying to find, uh, you know, uh, any port in the storm to stick this thing in. <laughs> and uh, and yeah, it's uh, it's a little it's it's an active zone in here. That's for sure. With all okay. the flesh and the tentacles moving around. OK, so. So, yes, I will get do I. OK, first, do I see 
Maeve and Sam clearly? Mm, I'm going to say no. No. Mostly but, because Sam used the draught when he was near Maeve and you're sort of like not part of that group. So Right. So I don't see them at all? or You don't. I know they're somewhere over here. So I am going to find an opening mm-hmm. <laughs> somewhere, anywhere. Uh, I'm going to find a hole. And I am going to... Go for glory? I'm going to stick it in. Oh. Just the tip. It took us a while, but we finally got there. I'm okay, gonna, uh, so go ahead and give me a fighting brawl roll. I'm going to stick it in just the tip. The idea is kind of... I don't know what the idea is. We're just going to go with this. It's going to fight back. Because it's not going to want you to stick it in. You didn't ask. Yep, consent, consent is sexy. Is. And even the creature knows it's never oh. just the tip. The dice hate me sometimes. What you got there? Yeah, that's zeros across the board. Ooh, boy. Okay, so zeros across the board. You go in to, to use the torch to try to burn this thing, to find a, find a place you can quench this fire inside this beast, and you stick it in a hole that you think it's supposed to go in, and it's not supposed to go in that hole. And when you do, uh, you get wrapped up, arm all the way to shoulder, and then up to neck all of a sudden, and fall into this creature. Can I confirm that I still have my hand, I still have a grip on the blade? Uh-huh, maybe? Can I roll to see if I still have a grip on the blade? Nah, we'll let it ride till the next round. <laughs> Why would we answer? Why would we answer such important questions now? (laughs) I know, silly me. Tension. Yeah, you get gobbled up. So yes, I know I've gotten wrapped up in my work before, but Mm -hmm. this takes it to a whole new level. Uh, So you are going to take one point of damage this round. I was going to say that that is suspiciously low. Oh. Oh, I know. No, you don't even need to. You don't need to emphasize it. We'll get there. It's all a process. And the the worst part is, is like your fellow investigators don't see it happen. Actually, wait, Drummond, you do see it happen. Oh, Jesus. You watch your fellow member of the division get swallowed. Just, just like that. It's not a sanity roll. Uh, no, not at all. good. Good. No, not at all. You do lose that torch, though. That thing is gone. That's okay. It was only a means to some kind of end. <laughs> Doctor, you come back to your body. You sit bolt upright as if you had been shaken uh, and awakened like the dead. <gasps> oh. Doctor? Where is it? Where's what? He starts opening and closing his hands and patting his pockets. Oh, I, I pulled the coin out of my pocket. Th- this, this suddenly appeared in your hand. Are you supposed to have this? Is this bad? <laughs> It, he puts his he puts like three of his fingers over Lillian's mouth. Shh. Take this in there and to Jack. Go, go now. Go. What? What are we supposed to do with it? What does Jack do, know? No, and neither do I. But you will figure it out, won't you? Now you you have a fifteen feet to figure it out. Go. Okay. I get up and I'm gonna run into the next room and I guess. 
when it's my action? It's going to be Jack's action first because he still has the Thompson. This is okay. actually the, the last bit of that drum. Well, I'm, I'm not going to fire because it's not doing enough. Okay. I don't know what I'm going to do, but I'm not firing right now. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. Then, Lillian, you're in. All right. Because you're on 90. Um, I am, I guess. Okay, I guess I'm going to go look for Jack in the next room. You go and look for Jack in the next room. Oh, look, there's Jack. Oh, oh. Oh, and there's a big... He's fighting a giant northern what the fuck. Awesome. (laughs) So you have seen this creature before, which means it does not require you to make a sanity roll. Oh, okay. Yep. Because England. Yep. Oh, God. It's way bigger than the one in England. Do I have enough movement left to to sidle over to the left to Jack? You do. You do. You can continue your movement if you want to. This thing he gave you is starting to vibrate in your hand. Is it because I'm getting closer to the to the big ugly you, you thing? You have no idea. It just started I, I mean, to vibrate. It, to me, that makes me feel like it would be kind of one of the same. You make whatever assumptions you would like, Miss Lane. Well, I feel I feel it shaking as I enter the room. There's a creature. Mm-hmm. I am going to run over to the creature and slap that coin on it. Fantastic. Make me a power roll. Noise. Sorry, Jack. Sam, the... The mist gets cut by a blinding flash of light. Oh, goodness. I got a 24 out of 50. Very good. I'm going to spend a hand of fate, Miss Lane, and I'm going to make that an extreme success. Thanks, hand of fate. Oh, don't thank me yet. Um, How much MP you got? How much magic Mm -hmm. do I have? I have 10. Very good. I'm going to spend 15 of them. You'll take five points of damage. It's fine. Let's be down to 12. Very good. You may roll 2d8. Uh, it's a 6 and a, a 4, so I get a 10. Oh, fantastic. A bright flash of light consumes the pool. It consumes the creature. It consumes the fog. Everyone who is physically there in that room needs to make me a hard constitution roll. Exactly where do I qualify on that particular uh, point? Yeah, you need to make a hard constitution roll. Okay. Oh, that's not good. I got a 56 out of 60. Okay. I got a 15 out of 65. That's a hard success. I got 27 out of 50. I'm going to spend two luck. Totally. Good idea. So continue around the room here. Stasi. Uh 63 over 55. Very good. Mr. Drummond. I have to make one? I wasn't in the room. I was at the door. You were looking to see what was happening. Oh, so I see the flash. You absolutely do. You get get to see it. I'm wondering how much I can see the flash from the inside. (laughs) 94 out of 95. (laughs) Yikes. Yikes. Very good. Everybody who failed their hard constitution roll has been blinded for, for a period of time. For those of you who succeeded, for you, Miss O'Shea, the red mist dims a bit and it is then completely obliterated by a blinding white light, which overloads every sense you have for a minute. For those of you who failed the roll, the entire room goes, it, it's a whiteout experience. Everything goes white. And there is a high pitched hum in your ear. The high pitched hum exists for those who succeeded 
but their sight has not been taken. And around you in this pool is bubbling pieces of flesh. Oh, and Stasi's here too. She's, <laughs> she's laying face down in the water. She will need some help. Yes, I would I would like to do something. If I may. What would you like to do? I would like to I would like to cast a spell. Which spell would you like to cast? So having having encountered something of like this before, I believe this would be a great time to ward and calm the mind of Miss O'Shea, if I may try. Uh you may. It has been five rounds, but the um Oh it hasn't? It, no, it has. It has been five rounds, but the indefinite insanity portion of what you're affected by is not yet over. The rage may have dimmed. Oh, well, sure. But you're, you're still... Yeah. You, you, you've done lost your mind. As everyone is stumbling around, Doc slowly enters the room, holding a, a bit of tablecloth to his gut wound and uh, slowly walks out towards the middle and drops down to one knee and very slowly reaches over and pokes a piece of the creature and then passes out. I'm going to go over to the dock and uh, make sure he's still breathing. Yeah, the doctor appears to be breathing. Yes, and the spell's going to take probably a little too long. Okay, well then it takes one round to cast Earthly Sign, so I will cast it a third time. And while Maeve is looking over the doctor... I will I will paint the sign on her shoulder, I suppose. And that will remove phobias or manias, and there will be no additional sanity loss and, and it's plus four HP. Mm-hmm. And if and if she was in pain, she won't feel any fur. And she probably was in a bit of physical pain, but not uh, not so much that she would underst- understand or know that she was in physical pain. She's probably sort of blacking all that out. I think for you, Miss O'Shea, what you get is sort of that high level anxiety just is like someone shut off a, f- a faucet it just drops and whether that is because Sam touched your shoulder or because the father spoke through your ears you have no idea which one but you are amazingly better you still you still with us I didn't go anywhere well that's a matter of opinion those of you who have been blinded begin getting back your sight I go over to... The coin's gone, right? The coin is absolutely gone. Oh, Oh, your hand hurts, too. Holy moly. Is there an imprint from... Or anything in it? There is. Hmm. There are now three... Equidistant... Forks. Arrow points on the bottom of your palm. Hopefully not permanently. But maybe. Hard to say. So, uh, thank you so much for joining us on this episode of Masks of Neurothotep. We greatly appreciate your listening ears. And I suppose next week we'll get a chance to maybe poke around this uh, mansion without uh, any nasty beasts about. So I look forward to that as well. Thank you to the cast and to you, the audience, for listening.